0: Hello, everybody. Episode fifteen of Tell Me Where to Turn.
1: Uh, Glenn here, and I've also got Tommy. Ah, uh, yes. I'm very happy to be here to celebrate our silver anniversary.
0: Yeah, episode fifteen. We're still five episodes away from being professional, but we're on our uh, on our way on our way there. We've taken a little bit of a break over the last couple of weeks. Haven't been able to just. In by we you mean you? Yeah. Haven't been able to get our schedules to align properly to record anything, and
1: I've... And again, by we, you mean you. Yeah, and then also I've had a... Your your schedule of poor health has inhibited us from recording as much as we'd like.
0: Near-death experience over the last nine or ten days or so, battling the common cold and a sinus infection.
1: So do we do we ever have to go to the level of antibiotics for this?
0: No, I pretty much self-diagnose this whole thing. I, I don't visit doctors, medicine men, or shaman, or anything like that. I pretty much just self-heal.
1: You didn't go see the Chinese guy that John Stone went to see that cured his eczema.
0: No, I didn't. I didn't uh, procure his services for eczema or anything else. But I think we've.
1: Well, I, th- I think if you would have gone, he'd have given you wean pills, too, while you were there. I think that's pretty
0: much standard. They just, they throw that in with any form of Chinese medicine.
1: Do you think American medicine would be better that if, no matter what you went to the doctor for, they just gave you some wean medicine while you were there?
0: you think the lines for the <laughs> medical providers would just constantly be out, out, you know, around the corner, out the door, around the corner?
1: It'd just be like this great non sequitur. You'd go in there and you'd be like, man, I've had the sinus infection for 10 days and they'd be like, all right, well, you know, here's a Z pack and here's a little something to help you down there too.
0: Yeah. I've got a bruised ankle. Really thought I should come in and see you guys. Now That'd be good. Uh, a good perk if you will. Um, maybe when Trump gets ele- elected, that can be a part of uh, Trump care.
1: Hey, we still got to do that politics episode, man. I'm going to hold you to that one day. Oh yeah. I'm really, really looking forward
0: to it. I think we got to put that off at least until some of one or some of the presidential debates have have taken place.
1: I'm intrigued by Trump care. I want to hear more about this from you.
0: I don't know. I got I got to put a little bit more together since I just literally coined it 12 seconds ago.
1: You need to put some type of PowerPoint presentation together. That'd be great. It'd be great for an audio medium as well. So we'll get that going at some point. You know they have podcasts on YouTube where it's literally exactly what we're doing except that we've got the selfie camera on our computer
0: you know i have heard of those not sure if i've viewed one before but i have heard of that phenomenon
1: you you when you're viewing video on the internet you don't usually like to watch just two guys sitting around talking is that is that what i'm to understand
0: no not really usually just watching you know from past episodes pretty obvious i pretty much just put it on guns and roses the guns and roses playlist and just
1: watch videos for hours on end that and cat videos And get the gun guns and roses out you maybe run by your local whole foods and purchase a nice lemon to cut up into wedges and it's a pretty solid little night for you
0: yeah it'd be a pretty solid little wednesday if that's the case but i am uh... yeah i think i've almost defeated whatever has ailed me the last week or so really couldn't record anything cause I mean, my voice is nothing to write home about anyway, but would have sounded just awful, you know, if we go back a week, five days or so, if we had to try to record, just sound like uh
1: oh yeah, no, all joking aside, you were not doing particularly well this past week. yeah, we
0: could have introduced the character of Deathbed Glenn for sure because i
1: so did you this cause you to miss any work?
0: No, that's probably part of the problem is no work was missed. The routine in general was not interrupted or changed in any way, shape, or form. Still, bragging montage, you know, made it to the gym three or four times last week and all that, even if I didn't really feel like going, just went anyway.
1: Well, I'm sure everybody there really appreciated that. Yeah. You're, you're there trying to do a deadlift and hacking up a lung. I'm sure that was much appreciated. Yeah.
0: Well, I was never running a fever, but I had sore throat, so I probably had some contagiousness to me, so maybe that wasn't the, the best plan.
1: Well, the real way to test that out is, did anybody that you consider close to you end up sick?
0: You know, it's been a, kind of a house of sickness, but actually the first several days that I didn't feel well, the rest of the family was actually out of town, so I don't think I infected them. Um... But in their travels, they, it's been pretty much a house of snot for like the last seven to ten days, whether it's me or the kids, it's pretty disgusting.
1: I'm writing that down as an early frontrunner for episode title, House of Snot. It's got some potential. Okay, that's, that's fine. Sounds like a
0: good album name too.
1: Maybe for the kind of music you listen to.
0: Yeah, maybe so, which we won't cover any more of that this episode. We'll save that one for a for a future one, so... I have an email, and if people don't know, we have an email address that listeners can send emails to. I didn't even know this. Which is, yeah, which is 311glen at gmail.com, so that's three one 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 glen at gmail.com.
1: Some guy asked me on Twitter what our show email address was, and I told him to F off because I didn't know we had one.
0: Well, ironically, the guy that asked you that is the guy that sent us an email which is the gr-
1: how do you pull that well, off Well
0: because I responded to him because I care about the listener I don't get a message from the listener and tell him to go f themselves or anything like that like you do
1: Well I feel like you've juxtaposed yourself here because on one hand you're maintaining this position that you care about the listener but then on the other hand you get sick for 9 days and won't record a show So how do you balance those two out
0: Um I don't know America. I don't know what the answer is to your question, but I do I do have an email. I thought
1: about it, but I just... You sound like you're going to try to answer my question with another question.
0: I'm not thinking straight. I'm on too many forms of NyQuil and Coors Original right now.
1: Well, let's, well tell me about this, this e- email we got from this alleged listener.
0: This is from a listener from the great Gustav Montablanc at real gustav on twitter and he's a part of the can you hear me podcast which can be heard
1: oh i think i blocked him already <laughs> i'm gonna have to remedy that you can hear their
0: podcast via itunes and soundcloud and i think stitcher and they all uh, the three guys that do that podcast they record out in the uh Hmm. The 903 area code, so maybe like the Sherman Denison area. So I think a lot of the equipment they use is basically just a few styrofoam cups and a and a string that connects all of them.
1: So, so they what they do, I guess, is when they're not cooking meth, they just repurpose the lab to record their show.
0: Yep. Well, I think all three of them just get in the bathtub that they've uh, you know made all the crank in, and then they get on, They get in the same bathtub and they record. What is usually a pretty high quality podcast usually drops every Thursday. So maybe you should add that to your uh, subscription queue.
1: So I feel like there's a couple of things you put in there that could be a shot at our show, which is one, high quality, because we have struggled times with uh, sound quality. And then two, every Thursday, which means that they do have some level of discipline in there, even if they do live in Denison or wherever you said. That they can at least find the time to have a regular schedule for their listeners.
0: Yeah, they're they're definitely uh, a few steps ahead. I mean, maybe not quite all the way to the big leagues, but if they're double A, I mean, we're like the independent league with the guy that's pulling a night shift at UPS and then playing left field, you know, a few nights a week. That's us.
1: But I mean, for baseball analogies, I feel like I, I'm pretty comfortable being there.
0: Okay. And we're we're coming up. We still got a little bit of time, so let's get to Gustav's email. And my goodness, maybe keep it to a thousand words or less next time. But my
1: well, he lives in Denison. He probably doesn't have a whole lot going.
0: <laughs> my uh, current policy is I will read literally, almost literally, any email that is sent to us. So so here we go. So from Gustav. So dear Turners. Not to be confused with the 90s subversive Turner Diaries, nor Ike and Tina Turner.
1: Okay, I'm already bored.
0: Your recent episode devoted to Glenn's chubby for Axl Rose, I don't know if I can deny that, brought up the idea of the adult piggyback as a mode of transport. Now do you remember that when we were talking about how I uh, got from our car and the five mile jaunt to AT&T Stadium, we threw out the idea of an adult piggybacking so Gustav remembered an incident when he had graduated high school where pig, the piggyback came into play he said we were at some sort of graduation party and we're walking a bit of a distance and the girls were complaining and, and he joked to them what do you want me to give you a piggyback ride and all of them said yes but you're in high school it seems like maybe that's the kind of play that you would make so this was the early 90's Tommy you, do you remember the early
1: 90's I remember the early 90s very well.
0: And girls apparently wore nylon wind shorts the majority of the time.
1: I wasn't around girls in the 90s, though, so...
0: Yeah, that's a good point.
1: If you're asking me to have any recollection about... Uh, honestly, I've pretty much spent the majority of my life being repulse, repulsing women, so...
0: And nylon wind shorts, are those like Umbros? Is that what we we're referencing here?
1: Uh, that's uh yeah that's what it sounds like to me i mean i would have just said umbros but well that's not what what is i don't i don't live in Denison either so
0: that's a risky play if i remember have you seen someone wearing any umbros in the last decade or so
1: here's the thing and i want to preface this by saying i mean no offense but there's not a lot of people that can pull that off adequately in my opinion
0: no i agree I think it's a very risky play.
1: It kind of gives off this softball playerish vibe that usually also includes perhaps maybe needing to keep an eye on a few things in the weight department.
0: That is a large risk, no pun intended, when you're dealing with the Umb- Umbro-branded short apparel. Yeah. Okay, so back to the story here um one of these women that wanted to take him up on the piggyback ride was the absolute hottest girl in their class that usually had nothing to do with any of us because she, <laughs> she was dating a dude much older that had a mustache and a mullet now does that sound like uh the 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 903 area code to you it's like the biggest stereotype there is i guarantee you he drove a modified somewhere
1: it does. It, yeah, that's what I was going to say. This also, I think, dovetails nicely into previous racetrack discussions, because yeah. I think we know that guy.
0: So said, so I stooped down, and the hot girl climbed on, and I happily toted her back to the house without incident or any real level of exertion, the whole time thinking, holy crap, I've got a hot chick on my back. Well, then...
1: If, if, we, did, if we did drops or mar- were able to mark things, which... We can't. Let's be honest. Yeah, we don't have that capability. There were so many in there. Yeah.
0: So then, unfortunately, then unfortunately, the what is noted here is the thick girl hollered that it was her turn. And when you make a deal, when you mm-hmm. make a deal with the devil, you've got to pay. Unless there's a fiddle contest, and in this case, the Charlie's Charlie Daniels band was nowhere to be seen. So he squatted.
1: Which is surprising for that part of the country. Usually I feel like they're pretty close at hand.
0: You don't feel like that's just playing in the background wherever you go in that area?
1: <laughs> I kind of do, actually. When, it is, when you were telling this story, I just kind of had that playing in the back of my head as I'm, as I'm picturing yeah. this scene.
0: So he squatted down, she hopped on, and began the trek. So while I had certainly been aware of the hot girl's wind shorts pressed against my back, it was nothing compared to the heat coming out of the thick girl's shorts. She probably outweighed me by 20 pounds, but I soldiered on back to the house. No. I squatted to let her off and could only think that my lower back now has <laughs> had a second-degree cooch burn on it. Oh, no. Beware what you ask for when you invoke the adult piggyback. Well, thank you, Gustav, for your courageous story, <laughs> and I imagine that girl who... May have needed to purchase a treadmill. Uh, thank you for your the ride on your back those many many years ago.
1: Is there any way we could get her on? I, hey,
0: I'll ask him see if he'll, see if he's got a, a name we can follow up with. So, you know, I have other big news. People send us send us your emails three eleven Glenn at Gmail dot com. We'll literally read anything. But I have something else to share. I have altered my confusing twitter handle to be slightly less confusing
1: oh my goodness so you've actually tried to do something that was good for the show this is this is this is groundbreaking
0: it took 15 episodes and five months but we are no longer at three underscore 11 glenn we've totally flipped the script and we are at glenn three underscore eleven whoa this is major and to be honest kind of feel dumb I didn't change it earlier now I when I created my uh, profile account or whatever that was not available because I remember trying that but once and I thought I was just locked into what I had before so I went in to change it kind of messed with things it took all of about 17 seconds to figure it out and change it to something less confusing so
1: and you expect me to believe that sometime between when we started the show and now that the person that owned Glenn 3 underscore 11 just decided to completely delete their Twitter account, making that handle available? Probably so. Or, do you expect me to believe that you were probably intoxicated when you were making your first Twitter handle, and you never tried that one, and now you're backtracking on your story? You no,
0: know, the honest answer is n- neither one of those can be proven, and no one could possibly ever know. That's our real answer here, to be honest.
1: Oh, I know it may not be proven but I know and one day you're gonna be at the gym doing a bench press and you're gonna be looking for a spot and I'm gonna be standing there and instead of pull helping you push the bar pull the bar up I'm gonna be pushing it down over your neck that's your second the night of reference in like 15 minutes did you know that I just got done watching it can you tell
0: oh yeah you did oh. No, actually it. I watched it last night. Oh, so did I watched
1: I. it in real I watched it in pretty close to real time, believe it or not.
0: Did you What's his uh I almost said John Snow. His uh, attorney's name is John Stone, right? Yeah, very okay. close to John Snow. Yeah. John um John Stone, yeah. Do we need to pray for John Stone because he's got a 135 on the bench and by rep number 3, he's already uh unable to get it off his chest.
1: <laughs> I don't see anything wrong with that. Actually,
0: that's—I think that's a life <laughs> problem. That's almost a bigger problem than the eczema.
1: If you want to, if you want to get up uh, at five thirty tomorrow morning and see that live and in person, I welcome you to join me at Texas Family <laughs> Fitness. I may be on rep four, but it'll be about like that.
0: May take you up on that sometime, just to just to witness that.
1: It's pretty impressive. Yeah, no, I I had the great pleasure today of finding out uh, finding out at work. Uh, that there's a a girl that's literally half my size that deadlifts more than I do, so I was pretty excited to learn that. Wow, yeah, she—that's impressive.
0: You want you want to drop the number or you want to just keep that private? You want to keep that protected by HIPAA?
1: Yeah, I'd like to keep that protected by HIPAA, but let's just say that uh, she, we we were having a discussion about the being the first day of school for kids, and she's she said, "Well, my you know Facebook you know throwback." You might remember photo today wasn't me taking my kid to school last year. It was a picture of me after I deadlifted uh, over 200 pounds. And I was like, okay.
0: <laughs> and this
1: girl uh, would look fine in umbro shorts. I'll just go ahead and throw that out there. So <laughs> they, we can't really use that as an excuse, which is always my favorite excuse to use. Like when I'm trying to explain why I can't hit a softball as far as anybody or lift as much weight. And I say, well, hey. They're just bigger than I am. It's 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 not a strength problem. It's a it's a mass situation here. I can't really say that in yeah. this in this instance. In this instance, I could just pretty much say I was shamed by a girl that I easily outweigh by sixty or seventy pounds. So you didn't
0: you didn't toss her a pair of umbros and then turn around and ask for a piggyback ride or to give a piggyback ride?
1: Uh, you mean if I don the umbros and ask her for a piggyback ride? Yeah,
0: I think that's probably the way it should go. That's probably <laughs> the way I meant for that to come out.
1: That sounds about right, because yeah, my 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 history of giving girls piggyback rides is is very very spotty. It's uh, just a no, blank sheet of paper. <laughs> no pun intended. Uh, no, actually, there was one attempt and it didn't go well. <laughs> oh it, no! It, 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 as most of my stories go, it was in Las Vegas, so you know there was that. Oh uh, wow! Uh, female I was with at the time, uh, we'd been walking a lot and. Pulled the old, hey, I've got a blister developed on my foot, and I don't think I can walk. Can you give me a piggyback ride? And, you know, I made it past about one bank of slot machines, and that was it. (laughs) That's better than nothing, I suppose. But I didn't have any type of burn on my back, so maybe I did end up winning there. I don't know. Yeah,
0: especially that type of burn. That would be a very... That'd be a tough burn, and it may be probably an awkwardly shaped burn as well.
1: Yeah, it'd be a tough one to explain for sure.
0: Are the Olympics over yet?
1: As far as as I know, when I turned on NBC tonight, I did not see Bob Costas or Al Michaels, so I think that's my sign that it's all clear.
0: You saw some spare network show?
1: Actually, I didn't turn on NBC. I was uh, much more engaged in what was going on on the MLB network, as you know, but... Yeah, I think the Olympics are over. Did you get a chance to watch any of the boxing? No,
0: I was pretty much, I limited myself to either the indoor or outdoor volleyball, a little bit of track and field, a little bit of swimming, and then I watched the, the men's basketball games. Anything outside of that, you can have it. I had such little interest.
1: Well, I found myself, in, and this was not on the main big NBC but DirecTV has a Olympics mix channel which I'm sure you're familiar with from your NFL red zone dalliances but okay they uh they have like the the eight screens up there and you you know it shows all the different NBC variants and and so uh Point Break Dave and I were spending some quality time together the other night and uh one of the ch- uh, channels had boxing on, and we were we're kind of looking at it on those little screens. And we says, man, flip over there. He's just like th- those guys look really, really small. So we flip over there, uh, hit info, and it says the weight class. But of course, the weight class is in kilograms, uh, and nobody can relate that to what I would like to call actual weight, which would be in in pounds, like uh, <laughs> like the Lord intended it. But anyways, uh, quick Google search revealed that the weight class we were watching was 101 pound male boxers
0: good are they like three foot nine
1: yeah i, I mean these these guys were i mean 101 pounds this is tiny i mean tiny tiny guys and i don't know if this is the case because i didn't really watch much of the other boxing i was under the impression that in international olympic competition that they were required to wear headgear
0: that's what i thought too
1: but these 101 pound guys weren't uh and the reason they weren't is is you know even watching on tv their punches literally packed nothing they are 101 pounds there's nothing there um and it got dave and i talking and the hypothetical kind of came about and said okay we're going to give point break dave who we know is game for any kind of sports hypothetical has been well documented and has
0: done time in jail And
1: by hypothetical i should say any sports challenge he ran the crazy half marathon and I said, if I gave you just one week to train, which essentially is not time to get in any kind of cardiovascular shape, but it would maybe give you enough time to, you know, talk to somebody about some basics of holds, takedowns, whatever. You had to take on the gold medal winner of the 101-pound weight class in a octagon, like an MMA style fight. So, so no gloves. So it wouldn't be a boxing match. Okay. It would be it would be an MMA fight. So, you know, I'm I'm figuring dave's probably you know 195 pounds 190 to 195 this guy uh, you know fighting weight 101 pounds so dave essentially has a 90 pound weight advantage on this guy could dave win the mma fight against this guy
0: with that big of a weight advantage you'd think it'd
1: be an automatic but you also i i think i would have to say yes I mean, just on the surface level, I think I would agree with you. I think that weight advantage is impossible to overcome in a real fight.
0: Unless this 101-pound person is also like a kickboxing expert as well.
1: Yeah, and I think that adds something. And the other thing that I don't think can be overstated is the 101-pound guy is in incredible physical shape. I mean, he's a trained Olympic boxer. And and I'm talking about cardiovascular shape.
0: Yeah, that's my thought, too, is that if this matchup were to actually take place that dave better better take him down within the within the first 30 30 seconds to a minute because after that he's going to be just completely worn out and this guy is just going to pummel him yeah and
1: i think we you know as we're talking it through i mean dave felt pretty confident that he could take he could take any kind of punch this guy is going to be able to deliver as far as like he's not going to have to worry about like his objective in this fight is going to be to grab this guy and get him get him down to the mat because once he gets him he he's got the guy like he's got 90 pounds in the guy and he he's even willing to take some damage to make sure that happens now where i think if this guy strategically plans for the fight well if he can move fast enough to get david any kind of way tired out then dave's cooked because he's he's going to be out of gas you know minutes and i mean people just don't understand how exhausting that is. I mean, well, we'll we'll see it on display at fight night later this week, which is all these people that think, like, oh, yeah, I can go, you know, 90 seconds in the ring or whatever the rounds are, and then they get out there and find out after 30 seconds that they're <laughs> barely able to stand up. Yeah, they can't even lift their arms after that. Yeah. But, I mean, I've seen Dave, I mean, gosh, going back 10, 15 years ago, I've seen him do some pretty dumb fighting-related Challenges, so I, I, you know, I, I would never question his heart, and I would also not question his toughness if he could get a hold of this guy.
0: But if he doesn't, and it's not a matter of him taking what? one punch, it's he can withstand that. But what if, right. what, if what if he takes a like fifty-seven <laughs> of them? I mean, there's a cumulative effect there. I mean, I've seen the movie Concussion, so it's a flurry. I know these things are real.
1: Wow. There was a there was a the the, the thing that I would say, and, and this is not. Really, an apples to apples comparison, but there was a uh, two fairly notable poker players had this MMA bet, but they gave themselves six months to train. Well, one of the one of the guys that was in the bet, and this was for a six figure sum of money. What was an actual, you know, I, I I don't I don't want to say he's professional, but he had been in in sanctioned MMA fights, had won fights, but he was of a much leaner build, and the guy that he challenged really bulked up during the six month period. Well, when they went to fight, everybody bet on the trained MMA guy because you know, like you know, he he had some martial arts training, he could kick and, and I watched the fight, actually it was live streamed and I mean, even when they're walking into the ring, I'm going the 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 bigger guy that's not had never been in a fight has no chance because like the the other guy just looks so much lighter on his feet and he kinda you know, did some you know, impressive. You know, kicks in the air when he came in the ring. Well, then when the when the fight started, it's the exact opposite. Is the the bigger guy had a strategy going in. You know, he, he was able to keep his guard up enough to, to kind of back the smaller guy down, and then he got him down to the mat and just would not let him up. I mean, just pounded on yeah, him. Yeah, then it's over. And they, they went a few rounds, but, yeah, they ended up having to stop the fight because the little guy had just taken too much you know, kind of incidental damage that they, they couldn't let the fight yeah, go. Yeah, there's a reason that and, – And I think what that proved to me is the weight advantage is just near impossible to overcome unless you just land some really lucky blow. Yeah,
0: I was going to say there's a reason they have weight classes.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, no, that that makes man, sense. Man, you would have laughed if you'd have seen these guys were so small. <laughs> it was unbelievable. Wow. It's like watching little kids fight.
0: Well, if they were to take Only place. they were all Hispanic. No, oh, Okay. Um, n- um, no offense, point break, Dave, but I'm going to bet on the other guy.
1: Are you going to a ticket fight night?
0: You know, I really, really, really want to, and I was planning on going – Cause there's nothing I want to see more in this world than Jake to beat up, uh, to just knock Mike and Dunkerville just into the afterlife. But due to some circumstances, I'm the uh, kind of the caretaker of not only the children but also wife in the household right now. So I don't know if I'm gonna be able to get away on Thursday night.
1: Man, Dave's making big noise about wanting to go. Has already offered to pay for the Uber and everything. An Uber, huh? It's what uh that's what Dave's that was Dave's chosen mode of transportation. We've gone to enough of these that we know what a cluster the parking turns into down there.
0: Well, it's it's they have a, an area for free parking, but I think it's worse on the way out than it is the way in.
1: We've just had some really bad experiences trying to park there before for fight night, and I think Dave now that uh he heard that you can get a payday advance so he could pay for the Uber. He was just gonna swing by an ace Cash Express and then offered to pick up pick up the tab to get us there and back.
0: What am I saying? You think you know he looked into some option how you could rent an Uber or or pay it off over time. You know he did that too. <laughs> yeah,
1: like if they had a Uber payment plan where he could maybe just pay like, you know, three dollars a week yeah, to cover pay, that ride.
0: Pay it off over the course of three years. Man, that even sweetens the deal if I can get it on that, but I don't know if I'm going to be able to.
1: I'm still on the fence. I, I I really want to go, but there are some responsibilities that have befallen me, and not to pull the curtain back too much, but I have a child who started kindergarten today, and this has opened a whole new world of responsibility to me, and... Yeah. The first one of those is our first meeting with the teacher Thursday night at 6 o'clock. So not to say I still couldn't make it out to fight night, but I would definitely be making it more uh, in time for the main event than for the full card.
0: Tell us more about this teacher.
1: Well, let me tell you something. Um, and again, I mean no offense. Today we got to walk through the whole school because it's the first day and they let you in there and it's kind of a free-for-all. I saw a lot of teachers in there that I would love to have a parent teacher meeting with Thursday. My son's teacher was not one of those, unfortunately. Mm. Didn't
0: wear umbros to school today?
1: Well, actually, yeah. I think she did have umbros on. That's what made him so unfortunate. Yeah. But on the flip side, wow. um, you know, if there gets to be a particularly hard part of the year for him and. You know, study's getting tough, and maybe some of the other parents and I need to get together and and do some studying. I'd be all for that. I would, uh, I'm going to try to put this, I'm going to try to put this really delicately. I would probably want to be driving to their house rather than have them driving to my house, just because of potential dangers on the road. Yeah. But uh, hey, I was all, I would be all for uh, spending some time, you know, making sure our kids are learning what they need to learn. Okay,
0: I think that's delicate enough.
1: Yeah, I mean, cuz that's really what it's all about being a parent is just making sure you give your kid every chance uh possible to succeed. You know, even if that means spending some really yeah, properly educated long hard hours, you know, with other parents making sure they're ready, you know? That's what you got to do. It's called being an adult
0: it's all about sacrifice and compromise
1: but I'll tell you what all the cliches about the first day for me really didn't happen um my my kid was real excited about going there it wasn't an emotional time it was fun and uh he seemed to have still been having a good time when he got back so you know I mean there was people there was people there that were breaking down and busting out the Kleenex and hey you know what that's if good. that's what you need to do that's fine but for me it was really really more of a fun exciting thing and you know we'll see how it goes the rest of the week but day one day one was was good
0: i was going to say i don't know if you remember your own first day of kin i don't know if i remember kindergarten but first grade i mean i remember my first day of school and getting dropped off and being the kid who was just I don't know that I was like super excited to go, but I was not the one that was freaking out and crying and didn't want mommy to leave or anything like that. I just remember sitting there and just looking at some of these other kids that were just freaking out and
1: thinking, what is their problem?
0: You know, you're going to go back and see them at the end of the day. It's, you know, it's not that big of a deal.
1: Yeah. And then you were thinking, man, like 16 years from now, Actually, I guess longer than that, you're thinking like, man, like 30 years from now, we'll all be at some random bar in Fort Worth and one of you will have murdered somebody. It's always
0: going to go back to that, huh?
1: Sorry, but yes.
0: Well, that guy didn't go... He wasn't in the school, same school when I was in the first grade. I'm not aware of anyone I went, was in the first grade with that murdered anyone, but I can... I could do some checking. Would
1: you bet against it, though? If we if we had a way to go ahead and source all those names, would you necessarily yeah. bet against that? I would bet against it for
0: murder. I wouldn't bet against it for someone who's like currently incarcerated. What about like manslaughter? Ah, uh, I'm still not going that far. Maybe just like, you know, some kind of,
1: Accessory debit card
0: fraud or something like that.
1: It's a interesting place to go. Yeah
0: it happens it's a white
1: collar crime well i don't really appreciate you putting it that way but yeah you know we know your pro- proclivities towards those things those are well established yeah we we know what you what you what jokes you go to is that the joke you, you make the same joke when you went to your first day of kindergarten that you made when you walked into the uh high school class reunion um
0: I don't know if I was running with the same line of humor back then or not. I'll have to think a little more on that.
1: What city was this? Was this kindergarten in when you were, when you were a little guy?
0: Oh, uh, it was in Haltom City, Texas. Obviously. Oh
1: wow! Oh no! Yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, no. You know what? I visited. Well, it's been a couple of years ago, but I visited the old neighborhood and the the house that we lived in at that particular time the year would have been i think like eighty three or eighty four
1: yeah man Wait, the house was still the house was still there they hadn't so, rolled it somewhere else
0: no, no, no well played uh no the house is still there it hasn't even really been altered that much um it still has the garage that my dad i think my dad and my uncle built. Um, because they turned the original garage into our living room. This ti- <laughs> is a tiny house. So, yeah, I think it was a... It well, was
1: a, Could successful Show Me the Money Glenn walk up right now, 2016, and just pay cash for that house?
0: Uh, I would probably just flip whatever's in my wallet to somebody just to have it destroyed now. Just leave it at that. But... Uh, yeah, that was a neighborhood that was not, not doing that well. Not too bad, but also not well.
1: Wait, uh, you're saying a neighborhood in Haltham City wasn't doing well? That's surprising.
0: Yeah, that's a good point.
1: So did you do the uh, Gordo and walk up to the front door and ask for a tour?
0: No, no, no. It looked a little too beaten down. I didn't know if I might do that and then, you know, a 12-gauge uh, is like, Slowly, just <laughs> coming toward me through uh through a screen door, asking me what I want. So, now I just drove by, just checked it out.
1: Well, I feel like he had some good, good joke potential, though. You know, you walk in and you go, "Oh, so you, so this is the living. Oh, well, we used to park our car right here. Too
0: much, too much.
1: Of course, they probably don't have one, so that would be.
0: Yeah, I didn't check on that. Expensive. The the school that we uh that. My sibling and I attended was literally across the street from where our house was, and still is. Yet, for some reason, we still demanded that my dad drive us to school every day, which didn't make any sense, but he still, he still did it.
1: Are you serious? That explains a lot, actually, about you.
0: We would, we would walk home, but I wouldn't walk to school.
1: You would make your dad drive you across the street?
0: So we would take a two... A two minute, well, you had to like make the block... So because the street next to it, it was like one way during, you know, drop off times or whatever. So it was like a two or three minute walk and it would take like five minutes or more for him to drive us. But he still did it. That's what made him a great dad. That's so, what you do when you're a good dad. You need to take notes about this type of stuff.
1: Well, I am I am taking notes and I'm going to do, do the opposite. I'm thinking of the, the guy who shows up to his rec league basketball game and doesn't put in a full effort because he doesn't really want to be there also makes his dad drive him across the literally across the street when he could have walked.
0: Huh. I guess that should have, that should have been a sign of of things to come. Yeah. I think I can live with it.
1: Well, I'll tell you what. My boy my boys going to be walking walking every day and it, it it isn't literally across the street but it's it's definitely walking distance. And uh weather permitting he's going to be walking.
0: It's not the worst idea. I think you can roll with that.
1: No, you know, I mean I figure it's been he's been getting such poor role model out of me so far. I got to do something to yeah make a man out of him at some point. Yeah,
0: at some point. So
1: since since uh, yeah, I'm getting out out deadlifted by girls. Oh and my gosh, that is choking myself with the double forty five plate.
0: That's bad. That's I, I don't even I always have something to say about everything, but I'm literally at a loss for words right now at your struggle.
1: I think that's a pretty funny. We should make a that your new quote. I always have something to say about everything. <laughs> so, was there anything else Olympic wise you wanted to touch on? Because I know I kind of got us off on a boxing tangent because I was uh, so infatuated with that. But you have any have any volleyball hot sports opinions or anything anything along those lines?
0: Uh, no, it's just it's just enjoyable to watch. Um, I'm more of a Winter Olympics person that I am summer, and I'm also the guy who thinks that the X Games will be bigger than the Summer Olympics within 20 years, so I'm probably not going to have a whole lot to say about the Summer Olympics.
1: I think I heard today, and I'm almost sure this is right, that they're going to have skateboarding in the next Summer Games. I think that's right.
0: They're going to need to. That's the only way they're going to be able to keep up.
1: And then somebody said, I'm trying to remember what I was listening to, because I don't think it was the ticket, but they said that they were going to have skateboarding and then somebody said well we'll be sure to let sean white know and i was thinking to myself a couple Uh, things one they obviously haven't read the news in the last week and two isn't he a snowboarder not a skateboarder
0: yeah hurts to miss that one and yeah uh the news being some of the uh messages he may have sent to a female companion is that the news you're referring to yeah yeah uh, let's just refer everyone to Deadspin for that. Maybe we shouldn't cover that in detail.
1: When it says NSFW, it really... W- I shouldn't have clicked on that, man. That was a mistake.
0: Yeah, especially not on the PowerPoint in the conference room. That was a terrible <laughs> move.
1: Yeah, but, you know, I just... It was just so uh clickbaitish of a headline and the, the projector screen was so big, it just seemed like the right thing to do.
0: So is... Uh, the lady that lives you at the in that same household is she big into the Olympics?
1: You know, talked a bigger game than what proved out. She recorded a lot of stuff in the DVR and never watched it.
0: See, that's that's where we are. We have about a thirty-hour backlog of DVR that we are going through. And by we, I mean she is uh, kind of. Yeah,
1: I I executed my own closing ceremony yesterday on all those backlogged ones in the DVR with the uh, delete, delete all click.
0: Yeah. So now she's going through them. She's not watching every single minute by any means, but she's going back. I mean, she was watching some, some uh, indoor women's volleyball game from sometime last week, I assume. And, it's not even like a metal round game. It's just one of the other ones. But she didn't see it live. She has no idea exactly what happened in that one. So, if she wants to do that's fine. But
1: yeah, your your wife's not a big. Uh, she's not a consumer of any social media. Is that correct?
0: Oh, absolutely none whatsoever.
1: Yeah. See, I think my wife got discouraged because everything that she was thinking she'd go back and watch, you know, especially around the gymnastics, you know, was pretty much immediately ruined on. Facebook or Twitter, Instagram or something, but I was like, "There's actually a scenario where your wife could be watching these things and literally not know what's going to happen."
0: No, she has no idea. She just asked me not to tell her because
1: that's that's amazing to me.
0: Because everything she's watching, I'll just walk through it. I like, I know who I know who wins this. She's like, just don't say anything. Uh, yeah, obviously, I'm not going to. But we well, be- need to mess
1: with her a little bit. Be like, so is, well, this, is this the one that Michael Phelps drowns? Is this one Yeah, i thought or about was that. Oh, sorry, no, that was the backstroke. Okay, sorry. Yeah, I've thought about uh,
0: some bits that can be done, but um, yeah, my I couldn't have followed it that way because regardless of social media, if you have any sports-related app on your smartphone, you get a notification anytime something major happens.
1: Right, which is ridiculous.
0: And they weren't showing all these events absolutely live, so... There was plenty of stuff that I knew about in the early or late afternoon that was going to be shown in primetime. You're like, why would I watch this? I already know that you know, whoever won on the the vault, so there's no reason for me to watch it.
1: Yeah, I was in the same boat as you as that. I mean, that's the other thing, too, is like, man, the push notifications are great when you're up to speed and everything, but yeah, if you're trying to save something for an hour, man... I wish there was just a global, and I'm sure there is, just a global way to stop all that nonsense and then turn it all back on, but uh, there's no way anybody could figure that out.
0: No, I, there's probably it's no probably way that you could just go to settings, apps, notifications, and just click off on the uh, no. on the apps. That, there's no way that could be done. I don't think that would work. You, do you think that we could, that we could uh, exhume Steve Jobs for him to invent that?
1: I'll tell you what. It'd, be worth, it'd at least be worth looking into.
0: I bet the bones of Steve Jobs could do that.
1: I, I, I find myself fairly often, especially during day games, watching the Rangers on Fox Sports go, which is probably conservatively 10 to 15 seconds behind reality, and the stupid every time it never fails, the stupid MLB app push notification will fire off what happened at least a pitch or two pitches before it does, which is just drives me insane
0: the struggle is real the things we have to deal with yeah, in this day and is. age just terrible
1: it is and if it was yeah and if it was recently it was usually telling me that steven Souza jr had hit another home run so
0: yeah we don't want to touch on that so um do we want to conclude here with uh, we're basically at the point of rest in peace dale Dell Her- dale earnhardt jr
1: yeah, I'm I'm uh I'm worried about Old Dale. I don't know. Did you did you get a chance to watch? Uh, they showed it about a hundred times because they had about four or five rain delays this weekend. But the um, video he took of himself in the grocery store. Did you see this?
0: No, but this sounds intriguing.
1: Well, it, it, it's a little it's intriguing, but it's also sad. But I he said he said, "Well, I'm, I went to the grocery store." to do some therapy for my concussion because I've had horrible anxiety about leaving my house. And they told me that I needed to go out in public places to help myself heal. So my take on that is juniors starting to develop agoraphobia and uh, I don't see him back in a car. I think this is it, man. I don't, I don't think he's ever getting back in a car. I think he's done.
0: And it's kind of sad.
1: No, it is, but I think anytime you're having to go out of your way to just say, like, look, I really want to be in a car. you know, I really want to be racing. That's making an excuse because you know you could be in there racing if you didn't have things going on.
0: Well, I think it's also sad that we just won't get any more Water Cooler Dale commercials because I'm a, I'm a big fan well, they, of they those.
1: They haven't stopped running those.
0: i are still going to show them, but <laughs> I, don't if we, those. I don't know if we get any new versions of it, and it's sad that concussions may take him out and that's going to take him out before Ken Schrader gets a chance to do it.
1: (laughs) And that's default for you. So now we're even, there you go. I may have gone to the murder, the murder well, but you went to the Ken Schrader well and I knew it was coming. I knew you weren't going to, you weren't going to let this lie.
0: You could see that like from the finish line as I entered turn three, just like just (laughs) 10 more seconds and it'll be here. The Ken Schrader number 38 m ms car line.
1: Probably the best ever drive for m ms would you say? Uh,
0: not even close. Probably not even the top three. but We won't go down uh, that road. And I'm going to put the over-under at about one and a half as to the number of listeners that uh, follow NASCAR as closely as we do. But that's okay. I felt like this was a topic yeah. that you wanted to cover and we needed to cover for the proper respect for Dale Jr.
1: Right. And you got to do your water cooler Dale joke series, so I'm sure you know you're pleased with how things turned out, but
0: you know, it would be bad if he didn't race again. I think for NASCAR in general, most popular driver and all that kind of stuff. But me personally, I don't know. I mean, he's okay, but I feel like if he goes away, it'd be kind of like if the Sacramento Kings franchise and the NBA folded. I mean, it's sorry to see you go, but what exactly did you ever accomplish? Wow.
1: So, well, can you go ahead and give that email address out again? Count the just
0: rings. 311glenn at gmail.com. I will happily receive and read your NASCAR related emails.
1: And as we close our show tonight, I, I want to go ahead and issue your new shiny twitter handle the challenge why don't you take that opinion to twitter and uh see if you can engage any dale jr fans and, and see if they share in your uh, equation of of uh the 88 to the sacramento kings I'd, I'd love to see how that plays out on social media
0: well let's count the let's count the start one place and count the championships and then we'll and then we'll start from there <laughs>
1: you need to do so this man we'll do. It, it'll be a good show experiment and then and then since uh we we got a good 30 minutes of our show with you, you reading uh an email this week maybe you'll have some tweets and an email to read for next one too could be a good it, we could be on to something here
0: all right we'll see what we can do between between now and episode 16 that we'll we'll record sometime in early november yeah
1: i was gonna say we'll, after be, I get we'll over preview the winter olympics in our next show
0: yeah as i'm dealing with cholera and the zika virus
1: well hey listen if you need if you need uh if you need somebody to call you an uber to get you to the doctor you just let me know